Welcome everyone, Be'ez HaShem, continue with Shmir Salosh and Shar HaTavuna, Perak Alish, in the 129 we're discussing. What is the possibility of the Havamina to understand that a person should not be speaking? Of course, we were created to speak, to speak words of Torah. And that's what the Chavetz Chaim is talking about over here, how timely this is, that we're learning Shmir Salosh during the three weeks, when we know the Chavetz Chaim has told us, it's very famous, from the Gemara Yuma Daftes, that the reason, the primary reason, I should say, not the only reason, for the Chorn Beis HaMikdosh is because of Sinas Chinam. Sinas Chinam, another way of saying that is, it's hating other Jews. That's what it is. They take, they touch it, they translate as baseless hatred. There's no reason for the hatred. Even if there is a reason, officially, it's all from Hashem. When I say officially, it is. We just have to understand that. And therefore, we should not be hating other Jews, even if they do something that's wrong to us. We still shouldn't hate them. It's, it's Madrega. We have to work on ourselves. So now we continue with the Chavetz Chaim here in Shmir Salashin, where he tells us that a person should not be speaking Dibur Masurim. When a person said, when we say that a person shouldn't speak, the Gemara tells us, make yourself like a mute. That doesn't mean to make yourself like a mute when it comes to talking in Torah. And he tells us there are two different ways a person can learn. A person can learn by himself, and the person can learn in a group setting. And the truth is, each one has a mylon, each one has a chisaron. Learning in a group setting with other chavrusas and the chabura has the mylon, the benefit that there's a greater chance you'll have a clarity in your learning You'll understand the topic better because maybe you said something incorrectly. Your charusa will help you. You want to and, and clarify the point, or you want to speak to other people about it. They'll clarify the point. You'll understand it better. On the other hand, there's a possibility of bittul Torah. There's a possibility you speak dibur masurim. You have more people to speak to now. So there's everything in life has a positive and negative component to it. Person learns by himself. He's not going to be speaking to to himself. Lashon hara that doesn't exist. But on the other hand, there's a concern as they brings a alabadim. There's a sword against those who learn alone. There's a negative connotation discussed by a person who only learns alone. And I'm not talking here about a person who does chazara by himself, but a person who's only learning by himself. He doesn't care to speak to other people learning. Most probably he'll make mistakes. How does he know he's learning correctly? And what the Pasuk means is that there's a sword against the enemies of Torah scholars. It's a euphemistic way of saying they themselves, the Tamidei Chachamim, who are learning Torah alone, and perhaps they're making mistakes, and to some degree they're too haughty to feel they have to learn with other people. There's a Yitzhar when it comes to everything. Therefore, it says the Chavetz Chaim in Kaim. The person who is a complete person, he's b'mayla hagadoylo. Shet sarich liisnayig b'shnei ha'fachim. He has to be noyig in this world. He has to accustom himself with the two opposites. What does this mean? Binyani ha'olam ha'iye ki'ilayim v'leidabe. Afilu b'muter. When it comes to aspects of this world, he should make himself like a mute. He should not be speaking. Even in that which is permissible. Unless it's of important matters, he has to speak, let him speak. Now, we have to take this with the proper understanding. 
you know, you go home, you, you know, uh, if, if, you, if you come home and your mother says, how was your day? You don't ignore your mother. <laughs> Rabbi Greenspan said, you're learning, I'm not going to even speak to you about those things I'm not talking about. That's sugar. That's sugar. That, that, that's, that's how you talk to, you, to people, especially your mother, father, brother, sister, friends. You have to be normal. The first step of Yiddish guy is be normal. But the Chavetz Chaim is telling us, let's bend the rule of our speech that even when there's a situation or when I'm permitted to speak about mundane things, ask yourself, do I really have to say something? Do I really have to speak now? And we'll find num- numerous times, usually we don't have to. Think about it. Many times, do we have to really say something? And then we say something, and then the other person doesn't like what we said. It's more about little children. I see sometimes by my little children at home. This one says one thing, the other one says something back. This, it's like children. That's what children do. But you know what? Believe it or not, you have adults doing the same thing. Adults doing the same thing. They're acting like children. Behaving like children. Talking like children. And then when it comes to Torah, ah, you know, they said by the Chavetz Chaim, he was always talking. The Chavetz Chaim was not a quiet person. People think, oh, the Chavetz Chaim, he never spoke. That's incorrect. He was always talking and learning. Always talking and learning. And then the Chavetz Chaim, when he didn't have an opportunity to talk and learning, because he, let's say the time he was on the train and people were not holding and learning. So he led the conversation. He made sure to direct the conversation. And he spoke about horses. He spoke about horses the whole entire train ride. And he led the conversation. Because he knew that if he's with people who are not learning in, in, in learning as part of their life, so it's gonna it's gonna come to eventual Lashon Hara. That's 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 a that's general rule. So what did he do? He spoke about how do you tell the healthy horses the with the teeth and the, the the breed and the speed of the horse and the strength of the horse, right? I mean, we're talking in the early uh, 1900s, so they're not talking about the cars all the time, right? The Buick and the, the Chevy and the Mercedes and the Lexus, right? They're not they're not talking about all those cars. Stop by the horses. It's very important to be a chacham resonator. You can go to a place, and they're not they're not going to be holding and learning, or they're not going to be people who are primarily focused in ruchnius and growth and spirituality. So be a chacham resonator, as the mission says in Perki Yavis. Look into the scenario before. Prepare yourself. Say the lederich. Just like you go on a trip, you take some food. So too, make sure you have what to say when you go there. You have some good stories to share with people. You won't believe what I just read about that individual. Wow, what about Stucker? What about Chesed? What, what, unbelievable, he differs someone else. Have the story ready if you know you're going to such a place like this. And he concludes, he says over here, he concludes Perak Aleph that when it comes to people who do speak Lashon Hara, judge them favorably, that they don't realize the severity. They don't realize the severity because what can happen is like this. Ah, I learned Shmir Salashin. I listened to Raya Greenspan Shear. Those people, you know, I mean, how many times I tried to get to join the group? You know, people, people the Eight Sahara can attack the person. And people can say that. And they look down at other people. Now, looking down at other people now makes me look as a, as a Balgaiva now. I'm the arrogant person now. As opposed to being the Tzaddik, the Yitzhara still fights us. You're learning Shmir Salashin. I want to tell you something. Besides the people listening to the recordings and people in person, you know who else is listening? The Yitzhara is here. He's listening also. 
And he's thinking, oh, it's a, it's a nice share. It's a good share, yeah. Okay, let me see. How, how, can I, uh, how can I still attack them? How can I still get my way into that person? He better believe the Yitzhah share also because he has to know how to attack us still. He got to do his job. That's his job. So let's realize when we're learning Shmir Salashin and we see people, unfortunately, speaking Lashon Hara, look at them and that they don't realize the severity of what they're doing. I told somebody today, I told somebody today, he's making jokes in the shul. Making jokes in the shul. So I said, I said, you know, you know, you know what we learned recently about lightheaded behavior in the shul? So he says, yeah, like the Gemara says, you know, that people who make jokes and make people happy, they go to Eilam Haba. I said, you know what? There's a time place for everything. I said, actually, it says something different in the Mishnah Brura. That a person who has lightheaded behavior in a shul, in a base Knesset, unfortunately, those shuls can be houses and worse, turn to worship of Avodah Zarah, of idolatry. The shul that was once used to, to learn Torah, to daven to Hashem, can chas v'shom turn into a makam of a desire. We have to look at people who don't know better. I guess they have to learn. They join. Let them join the group. But if they didn't, judge them favorably that they don't realize the severity of this issue. And so Hashem will continue next time in Perak Bays for further topic on this discussion of what is a person's job here in this world make yourself like a mute